This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the grain markets for Friday, February 16th. Well, we just continue to push lower across the entire grain space. Wheat and corn continuing to see new lows, new contract lows in Kansas City, Minneapolis, corn, soybeans getting pretty close to their lows from a few months ago. Chicago wheat uh, racing toward its low from a couple months ago as well. So grains just can't find any traction at all. Um, And it's just kind of feeding on itself as we break into new lows. Some of the pressure is stemming from the Farm Forum, which increased ending stocks, took exports down in some of these markets, looking for big crops pretty much across the board, uh, estimating record yields for corn and soybeans, which is possible, but boy, it's a long time between now and then. But nevertheless, you know, we're just looking at big crops coming out of South America and the expectation of big crops here. We've also got big carryover for corn and increasing carryover for corn and soybeans projected for next year. In wheat, we are increasing uh, carry out here too, but in the meantime, there is so much pressure coming from the cash world market that the U.S. market just has little choice but to uh, continue to push lower. Egypt bought some wheat yesterday. They tend to be kind of a benchmark for where world prices are and give us a good look at where the Black Sea offers are. And boy, we got a look yesterday. Egypt bought 180000 I assumed it would be mostly Russia, and it typically is, but they did not participate this time around. Ukraine sold 120000 Romania sold 60000 Both of them were at $255 cost in freight for 270-day line of credit. That equates back to $222 FOB, and that is down $38 a ton from just a month ago, which equates to around $1.03 a bushel. So it's a huge drop, and it's just getting lower and lower as time goes on. This morning, we're seeing Russian FOB offers trying to undercut that. Now they're offering $221. Their offers yesterday for the Egyptian tender were 245 FOB, so that's $23 higher than what it actually sold for. Now this morning, again, they're coming in at 221 So they found out they were way overpriced, and they just can't allow that, not only for you know practical financial reasons, but psychological reasons. They just cannot let the Egyptian sales get away from them. It's such an easy market for them, and they have to participate in those sales. And they way missed the mark this time around, as did a lot of other countries. But most of the other countries putting out offers were for a 180-day line of credit. So Egypt, you know, they're buying the cheapest they can get, which is the 270 line of credit. It allows them to spread that cost out over more time. They do end up paying more per ton, but still in, in the bigger picture for them, that's how they can manage the cost. We see the Brazilian soybean harvest moving along. It's estimated anywhere from 30 to 35% complete. We are seeing that the yields still tending to be below what the trade is expecting by now. But with the drop in the futures market uh, here and in Brazil, the basis values are starting to creep up, which suggests that the cash market is starting to find some traction here, most likely on the disappointing yields. But, you know, clearly you're still in the harvest pressure type of mentality. 
But normally prices are going to go down at harvest, and usually it's basis leading the way down. This time it's futures leading the way, and basis isn't quite so eager to tag along. So that's kind of a red flag if you're trying to be ultra bearish soybeans. We should not see the Brazilian basis finding support here and actually moving higher, trying to support that cash trade. That would not be a typical thing to expect if you have a big crop coming. The NOPA crush report was out yesterday. January crush was a record 185.8 million bushels of soybeans, but that was still 4 million bushels less than what the trade was looking for. Bean oil stocks at 1.5 billion pounds. That was about 100,000 pounds more than what the trade was looking for. In weather, uh, the drought monitor was out yesterday showing that winter wheat in drought was, uh, the area was down 2% at just 12%. That compares to last year's 57%. So we're in a much better position this year for winter wheat, as we are pretty much in all the grains. Corn area in drought was at 26%. That was down one from last week and uh, compares to 43% a year ago. Soybeans in drought area at 25%. That was down two on the week and compares to 34% from a year ago. Some of the private guys are putting out long-range forecasts, uh, as NOAA did earlier in the week. Pretty much across the board, we're expecting to see above-normal temperatures across the Midwest and the western central plains. And some of the private guys are really leaning into that. They're calling for much above-normal temperatures over the western, central, and southern plains, and then over the northern part of the Midwest. Export sales yesterday for wheat, 397,000 tons, right in the middle of the range of estimates. The Philippines took 118,000 total. Taiwan took 90,000. For soft red wheat, we had a, a net negative 15,000 tons, and that came on primarily unknown, canceling 20,000 tons. So it's not a good look. Uh, we don't know if that was China yet canceling sales, but you don't want to see that start happening because we're just starting the loading program of that big purchase that they did here a couple months ago. So that's that's a negative. The Egyptian sale was a huge negative to wheat. It's just a lot of pressure coming into the wheat space. Export sales for corn at 1.3 million tons was toward the high end of the range of estimates. Mexico took 421,000. Colombia took 351,000. Soybean sales at 378,000 toward the low end of the range. China took 414,000. Spain took 125,000. So moving forward, uh, the trend is clearly down. Soybeans are probably going to be the first to find some traction simply because you see the Brazilian basis starting to find support here. But corn and wheat, uh, they're just, they just keep punching new lows. Uh, Chicago's getting down to really key support levels whereas Casey and Minneapolis already breached those similar levels here a couple weeks ago. So it's likely that Chicago is going to continue on down here. And it does follow the normal seasonal pattern of lower into late February, early March, and then you get into the growing season. So I think the market's going to, it, it's going to continue down as long as the world cash offers continue lower, which clearly is the Black Sea is fighting with itself, uh, which it normally does. But I, I don't see those prices popping up anytime soon, not until you see some sort of a production threat. And that would be the first off would be the United States. And, uh, you know, so we haven't broken dormancy yet, really, f for the major part of the, the winter wheat growing area. That's still a good month away. 
So there's still some time here for the markets just to continue working lower. And I think as you get into growing season, most likely you'll get some sort of a weather premium bump. But before then, it sure looks like the market's just going to continue to, to work lower. If you have any questions, feel free to call 1-800-888-9843. This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.